This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. It's always bumpy. What are you trying to do? Trying to... Trying to move that over here. Yeah, you'll be like, my, right there. <clears throat> yeah, what the hell? How come I get mine in the middle of my head? <laughs> because you're, you're, I gotta adjust you sometime. Yeah. Look, see? I know, I know my head looks holy. Don't worry, lighting. It, uh, a lot of it. And I'm bald, you know. Yeah, we, 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 we need to get on Holster. We need to get Holster a few more lights or in a wig. Uh, yeah, I can get a wig. You happy I moved your name? Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was looking. I was going to do this. Hello, Melissa and Alex. Welcome, Beth. Glad y'all are here. Uh, for all our new people, uh, if you're listening on audio and you're on Apple, go write a five-star review and uh, just give us five-star. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do this now because before I forget, because I always say I'm going to do it, we did get a uh, new uh, five-star and someone wrote a review, and I'm going to read it. It is from... Uh, Disney Mom of Two. It says, I love the honesty of this podcast. It's refreshing to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of law enforcement. And I'm coming to the party a little late, but look forward to catching up on all the early episodes on my free time. We Thank you for listening, Disney Mom of Two. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We we did get another uh, five-star, but they didn't leave a review. But the ratings did go up almost at 80 I want it, I'd, I'd love to have at least a hundred. Yes, it would be great. It'd be fantastic. Let's see if we can't do that for Christmas. We've got 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, maybe. Maybe we can do it. Uh, if you're, you can always go like us on uh, and follow us on Facebook uh, and YouTube. Hit the bells. You'll be notified when we do go live and you can come interact with us and have a little bit of fun. Yep. Send us to all your liberal friends. We'll make their day. I don't know about that. I don't think the liberals would like us very much. That's the wrong podcast. Oh, oh my apologies. <laughs> Go check out the Liberty Freedom Whiskey podcast if you want to hear us talk about politics. And it's not uh, always politics. Sometimes it's just funny. Sometimes shit. it's just us talking uh, and or me singing. If you want to, if you want to hear the Ice Man sing off key and very horribly. You're going to cost us listeners, not gain us any shit. (laughs) When I did do that, he said people stop listening. But uh, I am. uh, It's on the Trans Santa episode. If you'd like to hear me sing really, really bad, go check that out. So I guess we will get this uh, crap started. I'm hoping everything keeps working out okay because uh, we actually got started right on time and without any major uh, complications. So I shouldn't have said that because something's probably going to screw always, up. Always, always. Like when he's driving home and he says, man, it's light traffic today. 
and immediately after that, there's an accident. Blocks the traffic for the rest of the way home. You ready to get these stories started? We're starting out with a great story. I mean, it's it's fantastic. I mean, people are just gonna love it. It's out I of uh, it's out of it's, it's out of New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, from uh, WBRZ Channel Two out of Baton Rouge. But stories out of New Orleans actually popped up on my feed today. Anastasia says he, she loves uh, Holstera as much as Freebird and the Iceman. In at number three. <laughs> uh, anyway, this was a dismembered, headless body was found inside of a freezer in a New Orleans neighborhood. Tell me you got the headline picture, because I would imagine somebody would have a headless body in well, a freezer. Well, okay. Well, I do have pictures of this subject. All right. First of all, that's the house it was at, if y'all are watching. It's, that's the house, and I guess he had a freezer in this school bus thing he has parked outside of his house right here. It, it's it's very strange. They got stuff on the, the wall there, uh, the retaining wall. And See, if I seen that it's, house, it's just, I would assume that weird. whoever lives there decapitates people. And uh, this is the subject. Are you ready? Boom, there he is. That is a fine fellow. <laughs> that's your normal Louisiana fella. This was in a 2200 block of Pauline Street. He's a big son of a bitch, six foot six. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he looked like he was about oh, 180 pounds at six foot six. A man is in jail Wednesday morning. Well, at least they kept him in jail. <laughs> I'd love to know what his bond is. After the police found a dismembered body in a freezer on his property in a residential Ninth Ward neighborhood. Ninth was not a real good area in New Orleans. Benjamin Beal, that's him up here, 34 years old. He was arrested and booked into the Orleans Parish Jail overnight, which I'm wondering if he, how long is he going to be in jail, because if you remember yeah, not too long ago, she said there's no solitary confinement no more, and she wants to make the jail a safe place. So I wonder I mean, if they gave him cookies uh, some cookies, some chocolate chip cookies, and some Rice Krispie Chips, and some milk. And they said, it's going to be okay. Everybody I, wants a little head every now and then. I'm with Melissa on this. <laughs> I think about a foot of his tallness comes out of his damn neck. He looks like a giraffe. <laughs> he does have a long neck. Uh, see, he, if this was in Florida, I could see him actually getting away with this because... He could say somebody broke into his van and put that body in the freezer. He don't know anything about it. Well, if he was in New York or Chicago or, or California, they would have probably wrote him a ticket and said, look, come back to court for your court day. Yeah, New Orleans is going to be like that soon. Yeah. He, uh, anyway, Mr. Beal, he 34, was arrested and booked into Orleans Parish uh, Hotel overnight on a slew of charges, including obstruction of justice. Uh, NOPD says officers executed a search warrant in the 2200 block of Pauline Street just before noon on Tuesday related to the disappearance of a woman named Julia Dardar. Jar Jar Binks? Dardar. I don't know if she's related to Jar Jar Binks or what, but, <laughs> but that's her last name, and, and she is headless. She well. has been missing since at least November of 2021 when the report was filed. During the search, authorities found a headless human torso in a freezer 
that was located inside the bus parked on the property. That bus there. I don't know if he had electricity to this. And I'm thinking he probably didn't. And so that's going to be pretty nasty. Be some Eskimo pussy. Uh, cold. Pictures of inside the bus were found on Bill's social media account. Uh, His name's Bill? Bill. Bill. His last name's Bill. I thought it was like that wild Bill. It puts the lotion on the skin. (laughs) NOPD initially referred to the finding as what appeared to be a human human remains as they were reportedly difficult to identify so i'm assuming that this free freezer was oh, not was functioning that it was probably just bones and mush and maggots Aaron. and flies and all that stuff oh officials, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a human soup <laughs> officials couldn't confirm the identity of the person who was killed while on the scene but expert but expect to soon learn the identity and how the victim was killed as this investigation holds unfolds it might be part of the head not being attached to the body no more police said uh he did not comply with their investigation and was taken to nopd headquarters for questioning where he refused to provide a statement yeah no like it, you know most people that chop people's heads off and put them in freezers on say yeah you know i was bored uh there were no cartoons on and I, I just chopped her head off, put it in the freezer. I mean, but let me write that down for you. He's an idiot. I, I would have just said, "What? You found what in the van? Well, who put that there? You, oh. you planted. <laughs> you planted that headless body." Bill was booked into the Orleans Parish Jail overnight on obstruction of justice charge and various drug and weapons related charges. They didn't charge him with having a dead body. At least, that name. They come on. He had a. Dead body with no head on it in his bus. Anyway, at least his bond his bond was set at four hundred thousand dollars. And of course, this is ongoing investigation. Check back later for updates. So, Mister Beal up here is a. Uh, I'm, I'm I don't know. He has one of them earring things right through the top of his bridge of his nose. There. Hello, Aaron. We're talking about people. Uh, this, this subject here about his. <laughs> Chopping up pot people and putting them in. It's got to be the smallest fucking house I've ever seen. School bus. That's eh, probably about a two bedroom house. How? I'm telling you. Your bar's it, go, it goes back. It goes back. Oh. If you look on the roof pitch by the bus, it goes back. He does have a tongue paint on top of his bus there. But anyway, he is uh, he's in jail on $4,000 bond. So yeah, he's an upstanding looking citizen. I mean, I would never guess that he would do something like that. Yeah, that probably you ever seen his yard? I mean, like, what the fuck is that? I have no idea what the fuck that is. Yeah. Aaron said he's seen smaller houses than that. Well, me too, but usually it's like, remember the old cracker houses? We still have those in Florida. People still live in them, and I'm like, Jesus. So anyway, you wanna let's get on to this next one. Go on with these two lovely Florida ladies. Yeah. So two Florida women are in more trouble than you might think after allegedly fucking there's that word again, throwing glitter at a man inside of his apartment. Uh two women have been charged with felony offenses for allegedly throwing glitter at a man inside of an apartment complex in Pinellas County, always Pinellas County. The seriousness of the charges against them are somewhat believed 
by the wide and obvious grins both wear in the booking photos. I'm sure you've got their booking photos. I got better than that. Watch. Hold on. Which video is it? It's a video, so it tells a little bit of story, but it's real <clears throat> short. Women here smiling in their mugshots, but facing felony yeah. charges after police say that they threw glitter at a man during an argument in Pinellas County, <clears throat> Florida. And no, glitter isn't some slang for something you've, you've never heard of. We're talking about. I mean, they threw glitter on them. <laughs> and they got felony charges. Why? It's glitter. I guess because they got on there. The shiny stuff, glitter. Here in this story, this is 27-year-old Caitlin O'Donovan and 29-year-old Sarah Franks, both women, according to Clearwater Police, throwing a container of glitter at the victim during an argument. Was the arrest affidavit stated that the man was hit <laughs> in the head and in the torso. Now, officers say that Franks then climbed over a balcony fence, went into the man's apartment, and threw oh, more containers of glitter. No, <laughs> no, they threw more glitter on him. They chased him in the house. Those what bitches. The <laughs> I'm telling you, I think he was screwing both of these women and he got caught. And they, I mean, I don't know what, I mean, they're glitter. I'm sorry. I couldn't, yeah, really, like, they the maybe get him from unauthorized entry, I guess, going in his house. But I mean, yeah, it's burglary. And they, they, they got it charged with it. They, they threw glitter on him. Yeah, it's 27 and 29-year-old each accused of uh, one count of felony burglary with assault or battery against a man named Jacob Colon. His last name's Colon. I mean, that's just, just, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's just horrible by itself. Franks was also charged with criminal mischief. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. I mean, it's... It is what it is. The story just goes on to tell more about these women that both hail from Clearwater. And they definitely look like Florida girls. Yep. I just think it's completely funny that uh, we got Michael says shout out to Florida. Uh, Perfectly <laughs> perfect dysfunctional says I hope it wasn't the expensive glitter. Yeah, this shit can get expensive. And uh, Michael says it's stripper glitter. Aaron says that's just recoculous. <laughs> And the STD of decor just keeps on giving. Uh, it's <laughs> he got he got attacked with glitter. Yeah, there's something behind it. It ain't just like they they just met this guy and was like fuck him. Yeah, glitter. No, this one, there was this, something that forced them to break into his house and attack him with even more glitter. This one chick with the little blue bow thing in her hair. She looks like she's like 13 years old. Look at them smiles on their faces like, yeah, we got we got him. Fucking Colin. I mean, it's just, let's do, I mean, you really want to marry a dude whose last name's name's Colin? Yeah. Like how, first how, uh, what's your name, Mrs. Colin? Smell <laughs> my finger. <laughs> yeah. You, if they put the, you know, their first kids, you know, first name is uh, Cleanse, and they join the military, it's Colin Cleanse. <laughs> Oh, anyway, they are facing felony charges for attacking this dude. Oh, you guarantee it, Michael. Everything in that dude's house it has to be replaced to rip the floor out. Yeah, that uh, you don't get rid of fucking glitter, especially if he was that small shit. He was. Yeah. It's glitter, though. Come on. Come on. I, I'd love to know why they did it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I think he got got attacked. He got caught. 
screwing them. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's just hilarious. Only in Florida will, you know. Damn, $75,000 bail. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, that one kid, that one kid in Texas got $75,000 bail for shooting four people. You go to Florida and throw glitter on people, and you're going to get a higher bond. Jesus. The colon kid is acting up again. Little asshole. Yeah. Colonoscopy. I'm sorry. I just I just can't get over it. This next one's funny as shit. You guys might have seen the it. It went viral on TikTok. I I remember looking at the video and going, "Okay, is this gonna be a bad video? Like, is the officer gonna get attacked?" And it's 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 funny shit. Yeah, he, we saw it on TikTok, and I actually found the story. This happened in Pennsylvania. And it says a driver was busted after picking up a deer. That's only in Chicago, Aaron. Anyway, this person uh, got pulled over. It says uh, they got pulled over because uh, the cops saw a lot of movement and just weird, some of them weird shenanigans going on in this car. And he wanted to know what the hell was going on in Pennsylvania, so he pulled them over. And uh, said uh, they noticed a man driving that they believe may have been on drugs or alcohol on January 6th. Says uh, the police flashed the erotic, erratic, the erotic, the erratic driver. <laughs> they flashed. Him. Yeah, don't flash erotic drivers. And uh, the erratic driver with their lights and the car pulled over in what would prove to be far more than what they bargained for. They came. They went up to the car, sir. Have you been drinking? No, I ain't been drinking. Why are you driving so so crazy? And the two people in the car. And come to find out, they had a deer in the car. Oh, dear. They said the driver and the passenger claimed that they hit the deer and thought it was dead. Naturally, naturally, they decided to take it with them. Of course, you don't want to leave good deer meat laying on the side of the road to rot. Especially if you ain't got a tag. Naturally, they decided to take it with them for whatever reason, because they were going to eat it, whoever's writing this fucking story. However, the roadkill didn't stay dead. <laughs> they just knocked it out. And the deer uh, came back to life in the back of the car in the trunk. But they just kept driving until the cops pulled them over. So, uh, why, the, why would you not? I, here's the video. Let's play yeah, the video. Why would you not just hit the trunk release button inside the car? But anyway, here's the car. If y'all watching. Uh watched i mean they it don't there's no sound on it but it's like the cops are there it's like oh what you got in there oh what it what would that be you have contraband in your trunk and he says to this other cop over he went oh dear this one says <laughs> what honey he's like no oh a deer and you see him pulling the deer out it's a that's the wildest part right there why would you not just and, let him jump out and he picks the deer up and carries it like to the shoulder dog. of the road and puts the deer down oh dear like look why would you not just go deer he's like carrying it like it's a little dog like he let he let the deer go i mean at least the deer didn't get i figured they maybe they knew it i'm pretty sure they didn't heard it kicking around but they probably figured hell on. Uh, you know, we already got it in the trunk. We're just going to kill it when we get home and go ahead and eat it. Or just have a pet deer at home. My wife would love a pet deer at home. No, I think they're going to eat it. 
Maybe. Does anybody else have to uh, answer community standards questions at the bottom right in the comment section? Huh? Community standard question. It's blue. You don't see it? Right below Aaron's? I don't have none of that. Leave it to me. It's just me. Mission Community Guidelines Violator. Aaron said no. No. Huh. No. Just me, then. Just you. You're violating some community standards. Usually. Alex says, yeah. I don't know what kind of community standards we... <laughs> we no, <laughs> it goes, if you click it, it opens up uh, bullying and harassment, keep everyone respected, uh, bullshit, and hate speech. And I have to agree. I understand. That's weird. I don't know. Because I'm bullying people by sitting here. You're just bullying them. You're mean. I don't know if it's freezing up or not, y'all. And I'm so for some reason the show's just dropping frames. If it is, people on the live feed, I apologize. So I still have to figure yeah, out. It why. is a little bit, but I, I'll eventually figure out and get it fixed. One of these days. I had it fixed and then I had to reinstall. It's a fact, Alex. All right. Well, this next one here, I got two parts of the story for it. Uh, Let me get into it. North Carolina, right? Yep. This one's out of North Carolina. Yeah. This goes with something I'm going to rant on later. Uh, North Carolina deputy on leave is, is off-duty fatal shooting sparks protest. In 911 audio, Deputy Jeffrey Hash is heard saying that a pedestrian jumped on my vehicle and broke my windshield. Um, yeah. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. An off-duty sheriff's deputy had a frantic conversation with a 911 ap operator after fatally shooting a black man, which has nothing to do with the story, last weekend in North Carolina, saying the pedestrian did jump on my vehicle and broke my windshield. So he was kicking the shit out of it. Trying to get into the car. According to an audio recording released Tuesday, Deputy Jeffrey Hash can be heard becoming more agitated while talking with the person. He said he said was a trauma nurse who responded to the scene and telling the operator that there's tons of cars and people gathering around. Um Fayetteville police said Monday that a preliminary investigation determined Jason Walker thirty seven ran into traffic and jumped on a moving vehicle on Saturday. Hash, a Cumberland County deputy, shot Walker and then dialed 911, police said. Walker was pronounced dead at the scene. Protesters staged demonstrations on Sunday and Monday. They're disputing the police department's account of events. <sighs> That's another one. I don't, I don't even, yeah, we don't even have audio or anything for that. So basically, no, I didn't the, put nothing up on it. The guy freaked out and started running into traffic and jumping up on, you know, people's cars. And he was kicking in the windshield of the uh, off-duty deputy, which that has nothing to do with the story either. Uh, at that point, he was just a normal civilian like me and the Iceman here. Um, we're not in uniform. And the guy jumps on the uh, squad car, or not squad car, the uh, F-150 the gentleman drives and proceeded to kick his windshield in. Um, I don't it, think the guy I, was acting crazy. Yeah, he was acting completely no, nuts. No, I mean, you would have because to, to jump on this, a bit of a car. This other part of this, this uh, I got another story from another site, and uh, they said that the his his house or his parents' house was like right across the street. What I think happened was he was walking across the street, not paying attention, walked out in front of the car, going to his house. The guy slammed his brakes on, honked his horn, 
the guy got pissed off as being an idiot and jumped up there and started destroying this man's shit. The man had his family and shit in the car and defended him and put a bullet in his ass. If you were crazy and and strong enough to leap onto the hood of an F-150, which is a good jump, and then proceed to aggressively kick the windshield out of a car from the outside, um, yeah, no, I, I assume you plan on doing great bodily harm. Mm. I agree, Robert. It's What the hell else was he supposed to do? I mean, besides maybe floor the gas pedal, hit the brakes, and then hit the gas again. Yeah. Because that, that probably would have been my option. Well, also, guess who's involved in it? Jesse Jackson. No. Our good, our good uh, friendly neighborhood uh, United States lawyer, Mr. Ben Crump. Because, you know, he's going to show up wherever he thinks he can sue a police department and get money. Because he don't care about justice or nothing. All he cares about is a paycheck and his wallet. And, you know, of course, you know, he made a comment on Tuesday that he's representing the family. Uh, shot there by the off-duty North Carolina police deputy. All right. Well, he was off. Exactly. He was off-duty. Anyway. Uh, you got a good uh, good opinion, Aaron. And I think that, obviously, if they're going to go after the officer, they're going to have to do a blood analysis. And if he was, in fact, on, like, PCP or something, then, yeah, he would have been completely justified, in but, my opinion. But they ain't got no that back. I mean, it just happened. So, of course, they're going to jump on it and try to steer the narrative in a certain direction. Anyway, they're, they're trying to say they're going to protest, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they said they they, uh, they already pulled the black box on the vehicle, and it shows that he had no impact, so he didn't hit the guy or nothing with the vehicle. And, uh, you know, of course, they said, you know, he, he represented George Floyd, who gives a flying shit. They said his... uh. At the crutch of the matter was Mr. Walker shot in the back as he tried to return home. The what? motherfucker was on the hood of a car. His parent lived his parents lived across the street less than a hundred yards away. We stand committed with the family and the young son that Jason Walker left behind to find answers as to what happened to him when he was senselessly shot and killed by off duty deputy Jeffrey Hash, Crump said, quoted as saying. So he must have mule kicked the glass. Yeah, well, it's Ben Crump. He he's he'll lie. He'll lie and try to turn a narrative a certain way just so he can I guarantee he's gonna to try to get a payday out out of somebody before this even goes to any kind of case whatsoever. Right. And like we discussed earlier and I'll bring up again in the the end. Of course they're hollering, you know, say his name, Jason Walker. Yeah. No, it, look, if people of any color do stupid shit or resist arrest, there is a possibility they're going to be harmed. That's just a blanket statement. This uh, well, Ben Crump's good at making. He's they making up his own narrative and lying about it. Anyway, he's saying that this one person who claims to be a witness. We know how that goes. He was not acting crazy. He didn't jump on jump on traffic. The officer murdered, shot him, hit him with his car, which we just proved that there was no impact made with the car. How would Jason jump onto a big truck? The eyewitness identified on social media is Elizabeth Ricks told demonstrators, oh, she's just stirring the pot. As for a comment, the FBI said it was aware of the shooting death investigation and that it is in regular contact with local authorities. What has this got to do with the FBI or whatsoever? Because he's black. That's the new thing. Uh, anyway, so the FBI and stuff. Oh, they're so race baiting on it. 
I'm waiting to see what happened. Like I said, my opinion at this point of what I've known and read in, in, in several different stories, I think the guy was walking across the street, not paying attention. This guy honked his horn at him. And he, he already admitted he had slammed his brakes on the keep from hitting him. He honked his horn at him, and, and Mr. Ding Dong decided – I'm going to throw myself a little temper tantrum and jumped up there and started his shit, and he caught a bullet for it because he was on this man's, and the man was fearful for his wife and daughter that was in the car, and he's kicking through the windshield. So he should have flipped them off if he was mad about it and kept on walking is what he should yeah. have done. That's, exactly, that's all he should have done. You're right, Aaron. It's always the court, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, the public opinion court, and that's what – Ben Crump and shit likes to do. They like to get out there. They try to get ahead of it and try to paint a narrative before anybody knows what's going on. Bullshit. Yeah. I, Just like with the Michael Brown stuff when I was in hands up, don't shoot shit that didn't happen, but they still holler about it. They got out there and they started with the lies and they're still doing it. No, because if he would have put his hand in there, mind. It, so anyway, I, I think it, I don't think we'll see how it goes, but I don't think the, the guy didn't murder anyone. I think he was got. He was scared for his family's safety and did what he thought was necessary. He wasn't in uniform. He wasn't acting in a police capacity. He was acting as a civilian who was defending his family from any kind of harm. That's how I think about it anyway. So He should have ran him over. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I, I did do this one here. I didn't tell you about this. We know that the, uh, the police officer that, that was murdered recently and with uh, her own weapon and she, you know, asked the people not to kill her and stuff like that. Remember which one right. I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, this was just discovered. I think her family found it at their funeral. Uh, I didn't share it, which I thought I was, it ain't really surprised, but I thought I would just not. Uh, I'll pull it up right here. It's right here. I'll read it for everybody because people that don't listen, uh, don't don't watch. Uh, she wrote this like a long time ago, like when she first started in law enforcement. And she it was a poem she wrote, and it says, The color we bleed is that of deep blue. The blood that is shed is without asking for who. No time to be afraid, no time to cry, no choice in what we do. Where we go or when we die, the color we bleed is that of deep blue. All too often, one will pay the ultimate price. Those who wear the uniform accept this sacrifice. Beyond the call of duty, one day might be mine. No regrets, no sorrow or fear as I walk the blue line. The color I bleed is that of deep blue. And uh, I think she did. And, you know, she did. She paid the ultimate (laughs) sacrifice. But that was her own words and what she wrote. So I just wanted to put that out there when i saw it today it is a very well wrote poem yeah i like it so that that was from her own handwriting it was uh read during her uh funeral i believe it was today or yesterday so yeah that's okay well i just ruined the mood there but i had to uh, oh no you're good i I I think that is awesome that you know not only did she understand the job, but, you know, she's a great poet. This person right here, let's go right on into the next one. Uh, 
looks like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> if y'all are looking on the screen, and I guess that's his uh, girlfriend underneath him that could possibly be his sister. They look kind of like. But this guy looks like Macaulay Culkin. He is not Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he is a, a dirtbag piece of shit. And uh, where is it out of my... Uh, See where uh, U.S. Marshals are the ones looking for him. Yeah, he he shot a cop. I watched the video one. I didn't put New it Mexico. up here in New Mexico. That's right. Suspect thought and shooting of New Mexico cop body cam video was released. I did watch it. Uh, I don't. I think the cops recovered. I, I don't think he's uh didn't die, but he ran off. It's a pretty uh, nasty video. If you want to go look it up. Uh, watch it. A federal agency has made the search of a man who allegedly shot a Farmington officer. There's no allegedly. Uh, it's on video. Uh, so no, he he did shoot him. Crackhead so Jack you can, Taylor. You can take you know your shit and fuck off with your allegedly crap. This is uh, a major case and has increased the reward to uh, ten thousand dollars. United States Marshals has doubled the report from 5 to 10 for reliable information, leading to the arrest of, uh, I guess his name is Elsa or Eli's or something, I don't know, Buck, according to the Farmington Police Department. He's accused of shooting Farmington Police Department Officer Joseph Barreto on January 7th, which just not too long ago. He was investigating a report of a DWI on the night of January 7th, when he located Buck and his girlfriend, Victoria Rossi Hernandez. And that's the little cunt down there, as you can see. Uh, she looks like her head's been smashed. Like yeah, it does. Direction. It looks like, I don't, it does. like Like, it looks like Stewie from uh, Family Guy. So they were walking in the area, and uh, when he was told, like I said, and this is exactly how the video went, when the, the officer told... The 22-year-old buck that he was going to be detained, he pulled out a gun and he shot the cop. It was that fast. And uh, thank they, God he's not a good shot. They conducted a uh, exhaustive search for him, but I think they got out of the area. But that is him. He is recovering. Uh, officer is recovering at the hospital, so. He's going to make it. Uh, Buck is described as 185 pounds, 6 foot 1 inches tall, with blonde hair, green eyes, and he is uh, wanted and person of interest in the case, armed and dangerous. She is described as 28-year-old, 5 foot 5, crackhead bitch, with cum stain, <laughs> stains around her lips. No, it did not say that, but I just... Hey, Jed. Uh, she has herpes. No, I didn't say that either. I just uh, put she that. ain't got herpes. She got squished heads. <laughs> 135 pounds with brown eyes and brown hair. Anyone with information on these two dirt bags, please call uh, 505-564-4627. I'll say it again. 505-564-4627. Or Help. 911, obviously, don't yeah. approach him. Don't approach him because, I mean, he, he, I watched the video. The cop says, look, you're going to be detained. We're just investigating it. The dude just pulled a gun out of his pocket and started putting rounds. I mean, it was that fast. Like I said, you can go watch it. Uh, this news story was come off of uh, Police One. 
and you can go look at the videos on 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 that page on on the story if you want to go look at it but uh i mean it was quick like i said at least the, the officer didn't die so piece of shit one piece of shit two uh thank god he didn't kill him he they tried to and let's hope they get their due justice hopefully when they do get located they are uh decide to resist arrest yep u.s marshals can solve the problem they can just they can just light them up take them out go out like a man mccully so that's him and her she'll have uh crusty brown stains around her mouth <laughs> she decided not to drink paps with blue, blue, blue ribbon beer <laughs> Eat ass instead. Tastes better than ass. I'm going to read the next one about the... Uh, we're going back to New York. We're going back to New York again. We're always in New York. Oh, it's, it's a target-rich environment. What can I say? Well, that new that new district attorney in Manhattan down in New York, basically, uh, he's putting cops' lives in big-time danger. He's not wanting to... Uh, I mean, you could go rob a store with a knife and which is an armed robbery, and they're going to charge you with a misdemeanor like shoplifting offense and shit. He's not even going to charge people like resisting arrest and stuff like that. Oh, so it's going to be like Chicago now. It's going to be a little worse if they keep it up. NYPD Commissioner Manhattan DA meet amid dispute over prosecution policies. New York Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg and Police Commissioner Sewell played nice t- Tuesday amid an ongoing dispute about how he plans to prosecute certain crimes. The sit-down at one police plaza between two of the city's most prominent law enforcement leaders came as police union officials questioned the DA's decision making it in an alleged knife-point stick-up at a Lower East Side, Dwayne Reed. The DA and Sewell said... In a joint statement, they met to discuss issues of mutual concern. The discussion was open, candid, and productive. The statement said the meeting was to share ideas and examine policy differences that could be clarified and harmonized towards a common vision that acknowledges the need for criminal justice reform and alternative to incarcerations. Uh, there's death. Um it was agreed that police and prosecutors would weigh the individual facts and circumstances of each case with a view towards justice and work together to keep New Yorkers safe. Uh, well, that district attorney ain't trying to keep nobody safe. No, hell no. I mean, how you gonna how you going to let them out of jail, bro? I mean, it, you definitely wouldn't be arrested for throwing glitter at somebody. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Florida girls, stay your asses out of New York. No, no, go to New York because you won't get arrested for it. Oh, that's true. Uh, you can you can throw glitter on people legally and uh, not go to jail in New York. Yeah, that's 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 uh, fucking catch and release shit. I mean, imagine being the officer. It just literally had to take somebody down, probably at gunpoint, because he robbed somebody. Um, put them in handcuffs, throw them in their cop car, 
And while you're still sitting in a sally port writing the report, the guy walks out the front door. Could you imagine? Like, that would make you want to just take your badge off and go beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. It's like, no, I just completely wasted my time. Why am I even re- writing this report now? Uh, yeah, this this new shit is for the birds, dude. Well, they keep putting, they. well, I don't know why these people keep electing these type of people and putting them in office. And then when they do, they, gonna, they bitch and complain about it. It's like, y'all voted them in now that you have all this crime and shit on your streets. What the hell did you think you were going to get? Right. Just like in New Orleans, I mean, that new sheriff, she wants to, you know, make the jail a safe space. We're not going to have, you know, isolation cells. And I just, you know, I mean, you get booked in the jail, they give you milk and cookies. And later on, if you're a good little boy, you'll get an ice cream sandwich. And uh, Bullshit, and it's New Orleans. They'll gonna, give you a margarita. We're going we're gonna to read you a bedtime story. Everything's going to be good. Those expensive little donut things we had. <laughs> it's a beignet. A beignet. It's like Ben Gay, but it don't burn. Yeah, but I showed you them things from the grocery store. I'm going to get me some. Do home char-broiled oysters at the house. I don't know if I would trust oysters from a grocery store. Cuddles? They're they're frozen. You just got to defrost them and then cook them on your grill. I'm going to get some and eat them, and and if I don't die, then you can get some. I'm going to have to be sending you a king cake before long anyway. It's getting to be about that time. Yeah, you skipped it last year. Yes, I did. Yep. Don't love me no more, son bitch. Do we get cuddles? They might have cuddles in uh, the new jails, uh, Michael. Hell yeah. Do they kiss us on the forehead and tell us we've been a good boy and go to bed? Shit, I've been missing that kind of treatment. Well, this next one here, it's like a double, double story together. Uh, we got some people who've been getting arrested. Got some wild ass hairdos. I'm gonna pull up the pictures. Four and five. Bang. Those two. Or uh, did I send them together or not? I might not have. I bet you the one on uh, the skinny one is the shoeless one. Hold on, I, I get it right. Anyway, if you're looking on the on the live, you will see the four people I've just pulled up here. And they have all just been recently arrested. I even put this little thing right here. That guy in the far right corner looks aggressive. Like he's just mad. Or he's mad he got caught. Uh-oh, cops coming for you. All right, the guy with the beard and the neck tattoo and his buddy with him with the dreads next to him right there out of Baton Rouge. Anyway, they they were arrested uh, for breaking into They're accused of breaking into cars in the Climb Peavy area of Baton Rouge. A lot of cars. Yeah, a lot of them, like 15 or 16. Uh, no, not this, this. I don't think. Was this the same ones? I don't know. We got to, anyway. These two men uh, allegedly were breaking into cars and at a apartment complex. And a guy looked out his window or heard his alarm going off. Looked out, and these two fellows, I think, were inside of it. it says Amen. at four four, uh, 4 a.m. Tuesday, as a person was getting dressed for work. 
they noticed a car alarm from the parking lot at a Cypress Lakes Apartments. The victim told deputies he looked out his window and saw his SUV being burglarized by two men. So he got a gun and went outside. The victim discovered the rear driver's side window of his SUV was shattered and one of the men was sitting in his car. The deputy said the victim chased the men away and then contacted the sheriff's office. I, I guess, you know, he's a civilian, so I mean, if I, me personally, I would have. They would have held him right there until the cops got there. They wouldn't have stayed. They'd have tried to run. He got to run him over. Anyway, he called the cops. Their and hairstyles I, get better from <laughs> left to right. Have you noticed that? <laughs> the victim told deputies that the men got into a red Dodge Challenger when they left the, left the area. Uh, deputies noted when the suspects were chased away they left behind their shoes gloves and flashlight i don't know why you have to be barefoot while you're breaking into a car maybe it, you're trying to be sneaky <laughs> no shortly afterwards the deputy saw the, a vehicle matching the description of the getaway car with two men inside idling around uh hampton inn and sweets parking lot so they just got run off from that one and go and look for more they stopped the car and questioned the men separately deputies determined the stories were conflicting and placed both men under arrest the burglary victim identified the men, 21-year-old Jalen Nelson. Uh, I don't know which one that is. And 24-year-old Hakeem Staples. Both of those are arrested. During questioning, they said they were there were numerous burglaries at the complex nearby and was noted that the rear driver windows of all the vehicles were being smashed. Both men were arrested and booked on two charges of simple burglary. Oh, yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah, I mean, f- f- windows are expensive. Fuck yeah, they're like five hundred dollars now. I was like, dude, just use a damn slim jim. Uh, when 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 did that stop being a thing? The two arrested, uh, the other two over here, the 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 clean cut ones, sort of. Uh, they were arrested. These two were arrested on a spree of vehicle burglaries across Baton Rouge Parish. Deputies arrested these two men in connection with at least fifteen vehicle burglaries across the parish. Uh, they said a deputy was working on Commerce Commerce Circle by some apartments on January 10th or an 8 p.m. concerning nine vehicle burglaries. So he was writing a shit ton of reports is what he was doing. Deputy said three suspects were caught on a doorbell camera pulling on car door handles. I'll tell you what, these new doorbell cameras and shit catch a lot of fucking criminals, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Cameras in general. I believe everybody should have a couple. And they uh, got them on camera, and they were leaving in a black Hyundai Sonata. The deputies learned, learned that Zachary Police Department, Baton Rouge Police Department, and LSU Police Department were working on nearly 15 reported from late January to early January. This, from January 8th to 9th, 15 burglary. They said they dis- the deputies responded to Benny's car wash off of Frogmore Drive, for a suspicious incident, including two men throwing away items that were in new or good condition. Law enforcement agents found a black duffel bag, backpack, and Gucci wallet that contained a checkbook with a name. They located the owner in the checkbook, and it was a vehicle burglary victim who had reported the crime to Baton Rouge Police Department. The surveillance cameras at the car wash caught more video of... uh, 
the car, which they uh, got a license plate on, came back to a rental car, go figure. Uh, They went to the rental company. They got the name of the, oh, they were going to the rental company on Segan Lane, and they saw the black Honda Sonata pull into a neighboring firearm store. So they were going to take some of their loot and money and go buy some guns, which that would have been great, right? Yep, that's how you level up. I played this game. <laughs> it's called no. Grand Theft Auto, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deputy said the two suspects, a 19-year-old Bobby Duncan and 18-year-old Daniel Buffington, Buffington, and a female were detained and taken in the question. I, I didn't have a Where picture of a. Picture? I don't have a picture of her. Using the female cell phone location records, deputies determined that they were all they were in the areas where all the burglaries occurred. They said during questioning, Buff, Buffington admitted to being part of the burglary, but claimed he was only acting as a lookout. They got you on video pulling on doors, motherfucker. Uh, they said video yeah, evidence shows both. DNA evidence. Video video shows both him and Duncan pulling on door handles and discarding evidence. They were both arrested and booked on multiple counts of simple burglary and documents stating that more charges may arise. They, I guess they just let the girl go because there's no information on her. But all four of these people right here believe that it's okay to break into people's shit and take shit that don't belong to them because they're all too fucking lazy to go get a goddamn job and earn money and buy their own shit. But they didn't do nothing. Yeah. So allegedly. So fuck him, 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 and him, and the bitch that was in the car because she knew exactly what the hell was going on. They better get used to that sound right there. Nah, they just got to go down to New Orleans and start breaking into shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's ridiculous, you know. But it's everybody else's fault. Everybody they're, else's fault all the time. But and, they're damn lucky because, I mean, they're in Louisiana. I mean, there's a couple states you just don't mess with, like Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Alabama. You go break it in shit, you might get clipped. <laughs> well, they 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 keep they keep pressing their luck. They're going to come to the wrong house one day, and they're going to catch some bullets. Yep. That's what they say about uh, – uh, Jed, I hope he does drop the soap in – they all need to be ass raped in prison. Yeah, Alex said the guy walking around with no feet on is just DNA evidence because he's bound to cut his feet breaking windows. <laughs> yeah, but but that's why I, I have that uh, shatterproof film on my windows, man. Good luck. This next story, we just have to skim over. This next one's really really long, but uh, we'll just mention on it and talk a little bit about it. I just thought it was a little interesting. I know I sent it to you, didn't I? thought you had one about Pasco. I didn't get a chance. We might have to do another one this weekend if we get a chance because I had so many stories I had to skip over some of them. Yeah. I, I don't know if I sent it. This next one is uh, it's like Judge Dredd shit. Indiana? No. It's about the I, – I guess I didn't send it to you by nope, accident. It's all on you. Yeah, it's my fault. Anyway, they're talking about they're about to uh, start testing uh, smart guns. You know, like it's going to take your uh, fingerprint, I guess, to uh, make it where it'll fire or something like that. You know, I don't know how I feel about that. Holstera seemed like he liked it. 
the technology is sound. It is a great idea. Um, you've seen it in multiple movies. Obviously, they're just getting around to doing it. So basically, the way the ones I've seen, when you close your hand on the grip, your finger will be scanned as you're gripping the firearm, allowing the firing pin to be able to drop without uh, without your hand. So say a toddler or a suspect pulling it out of your holster would not be able to shoot you with it. Um, well, I think they got some coming that are supposed to be field tested or something. It says uh can only be fired only by verified users. Uh, some of this, like I said, it's a really long story to get in some of the technology stuff on it. Uh, basically, they said they, there's some of the issues they did. See, this is problem I have with it. They said some of the issues they did have is sometimes if it's like moisture or get the, it's wet, it won't read your fingerprint. But there's like a keypad or something on it you can put, like on your phone, if your face recognition or thumb don't work, you can punch in your, your passcode. What the hell movie was that they, from? They have... On, on Judge Dredd, they had it where it only judges could use the guns or it would blow up in your hand or something. Yeah. But you can punch a passcode in and it unlocks the gun and you can use it. My point is if, if I'm out and some dude pulls a gun on me and I'm trying to pull my gun out. And this Hang on, that, I got to put in my code. And this shit ain't working and I got somebody shooting at me and I got to start putting a fucking code or something because the fingerprint shit ain't working. I... I Maybe for civilian uses, something like that, it would be good, you know, for home defense weapons, maybe. Uh, you know, especially with people with kids. You right, that's that. what I was thinking. That, that would have, you know, something like that would have prevented that, that kid over there in Oxford for taking that gun out and shooting up that school with it, and, you know. Something like, I think for civilian use, it would be good. For police, military use, no. I don't need to take a chance on something going malfunction in the middle of a gunfight or me getting ready to have to pull my gun and use it and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, user authorization, use pin cut. No, I don't know. I ain't got time for that. Actually, uh, that's a good point. Um, how many, I know you have an AR platform, I do too. How many times from just firing has your laser been off you know what I mean? Like, out of alignment. Oh, yeah. Well, that or what happens if you may check your I mean, batteries or something lately? Well, yeah, something. but the thing is, it's like the firearm itself is handling all of this explosive stuff and rattling. Like, that. that's bound to uh, wear out pretty damn quick. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I just, like I said, for civilian use, if they want to do something, I think it's a good idea. For civilian use, for law enforcement, military purposes, no. I need it to work. I don't need to have to be thinking about my fingerprint scanner shit working on my gun. Your adrenaline's going to be pumping and everything. You got everything else going on. Be last thing to have something like that malfunction, and you got to stop and put a freaking code in it while somebody's shooting at you or something like that. I just, I think for civilian, you know, the technology's uh, good, but. uh, Try it out, but try it out for civilians, not cops. Not yeah, it's cops. got a long way to go. I mean, I mean, you have more civilian people have their weapons stolen and burglaries and break in. You steal somebody's gun, and you, I mean, basically, you got a baseball bat or a, 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 an anchor to go fishing with or something because 
it's obviously not going to work with you know without that then but for police use i just not for me not for me i i don't want it <laughs> i'll keep the old fashioned one you know so i just just can't do it stop using lasers go back to 1886 and use your iron sights i still use iron sights i don't even have a flashlight on my gun Oh, my shits. Well, it depends on which one. I don't, we, won't, we won't get into that well, much. My thing is, the reason I've never carried a flashlight on my gun. It provides its own flash. Well, not that. I'd rather, <laughs> you know, if I if I have to, I, I'd rather have a flashlight in my offhand, in my weapon hand. Because if a bad guy, everybody's got their thing. My thing is, if you're going through a house and you got that flashlight on that gun, Where's the bad guy shooting at? Oh God, this brings you back to the academy. The flat, the guy, bad guy shooting at the light. You're, yeah, but they taught us in the academy to like hold your arm straight out to the side so they would shoot the flashlight. And I'm like, I I don't think I ever did that ever. So I'm just saying. I, so I just, I've never I've never had a flashlight on my gun. I've always went with the the hold with it. I'm, so, I mean, to me that's it, you know, because. You're going through, you're clearing the house, even if you're in that ready gun position, you know, because it's not like on TV when you go in to clear a house and they got the gun stuck way out in front of them. I'm like, you go in a room like that, they're just going to take the gun out your hand before you even get into the fucking room. No, you're in a ready gun position, stuff like that. So if you're in a ready gun position and the gun, the, the, it'll, the light will be kind of shining on the floor anyway. So I just, I'm just not a big light on my gun person i mean so a lot of people got a lot of cops i I say more cops got lights on their guns that don't i'm saying that's my preference so if you like it you like it if you don't you don't that's just my preference i I didn't it's only because they didn't pay for it not an expert that's just the way i like it so take it for what it (sighs) take it for what it's fucking worth well i was waiting on the pasco story so i could lose my mind about pasco which one was uh, pasco story Oh no! Forget it. But no, I no gonna, I don't want to forget it. No, I'm no. It's it's the sheriff did something stupid. Oh, they're so Pasco County Sheriff's Office has elected to uh, drop uh, Facebook comments, and they swear it's because of the uh, the calls for service. Uh, people are giving in tips on the Facebook page, and they're not able to get it in a timely manner. In all reality, it's because people talk shit to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office online. And they don't like it. But um, what's your opinion on that before I? Me? Uh, it probably is. They claim, they claim when I was reading it, uh, that the reason they did it was people were, were sending in tips on stuff like that. And they don't, somebody's not monitoring the messages. So if they see something and they report it on Facebook, it may not get seen for hours or a day or two. So uh, that's what they're claiming anyway and uh i'm not from that area so i don't really know but yeah i live here it is it is what it is you know what i mean a shithole it's a shithole um on the other page so the wonderful thing i want to discuss is so you know me and the ice man uh career law enforcement individuals and uh we try to raise our kids as well as we can i get a a ding on my computer for a chat for my daughter. I thought she needed help with homework. 
So she sends me something, but I'm with a client, so obviously I can't see it. And I'm finally wrapping up, and I look at it. And let, let me read this to you guys, because when I heard it, I about lost my mind. So this is a English assignment that was sent to my daughter. There have been recent... There ha- There have recently been several controversial incidents of policemen shooting and killing seemingly innocent victims of varied races. How successful have the courts and law enforcement systems been in dealing with these cases? I can tell you – oh, my God. Pisses me off. First off, in the state of Florida, we ban critical race theory, so you can't do it. But I promise you, I have not heard one story of a police officer getting out of his car, walking up to a minority, and shooting an innocent suspect. 99% of them are in a conflict, in a traffic stop where you pull somebody over, the individual reaches for a knife, a gun, or starts reaching underneath their seat. um, Or you're trying to put handcuffs on them, and they pull out a knife, and the officer shoots them. Um, just because when they go to court, a jury of biased individuals sends the officer to life in prison doesn't make it right. Most of these individuals are actually doing their jobs. There isn't a huge collect. And I'm probably preaching to the choir. I know everybody in here would probably agree. Um, but God, I got a lot of emails to write, and that pisses me the hell off. What do you think about it? I mean, I think it's crap. It's a liberal leftist bitch teacher. That's what it is. Yep. And I, I think because like got I said, a, probably Governor got a rainbow DeSantis, flag in her in her classroom. Right, Governor DeSantis sure as hell didn't sign off on that being a question. I can guarantee you, ass. A lot of these teachers just do what they want to do. Fucking yeah. Last they, uh, last story she, just gonna touch on. You okay there? You going calm down. Me. Don't start sweating on your forehead. No, that's that gift that Harry left me. <laughs> anyway, so last we're just going to touch on the head of Indiana sheriff that got indicted on felony and misdemeanor charges. Uh, Northwest Indiana sheriff was indicted on charges of resisting law enforcement and reckless driving. And he's denied the allegations, blaming them on a political witch hunt. It's out of Crown Point, Indiana. The sheriff is indicted on resisting law enforcement and reckless driving. I mean, where's the felony at in, in reckless driving? And I, I don't know. He denied them. And uh, he said a Lake County grand jury indicted the Lake County Sheriff or Oscar Martinez Jr. on Thursday after considering evidence and testimony over two days. They did two fucking days on this shit. On, in front of a grand jury. Well, I guess the DA didn't really have a way one did a swing. Well, the DA, for everybody's listening, I'll, I'll just t- say it straight out. Let me tell you how these grand jury works. District attorney goes in there and basically they put on the shit, but they basically tell the grand jury what they want them to vote and how, or how they want them to vote. And that's usually what they do. So let's not get it crazy. Oh, grand jury indictment. That's because the DA wanted it. <laughs> am I wrong or am I wrong? Tell me. No, you're right. 110%. Every single case. I mean, the only way you won't is if you have 
like a very conservative area and then you have a extremely liberal like how did you win this position um but no that's you're right anyway they said they were going to issue him a court summons <laughs> The charges stem from a September 18th incident in which Crown Point police said officers saw a black SUV traveling at what appeared to be a speed well above the 45-mile-an-hour posted speed limit. Okay. The felony resisting law enforcement indictment alleges Martinez knowingly or intentionally fled from the officers after they turned on their lights and sirens, identifying themselves and ordered him to stop. Crown Point Police said the SUV continued in to the adjacent county of Merleville, but as the officers approached the SUV's driver, activated his emergency police lights, giving notice that it was an unmarked police car and prompting the officers to end their pursuit. Okay. I've went after units before and they clicked their lights on. And I'm like, oh shit, that's a unmarked unit, and I pulled back on the shoulder. I'm still waiting yeah, for Yeah, usually the minute they turn on the lights, I flip mine. Yeah, the misdemeanor reckless driving count alleged Martinez recklessly operated a motor vehicle by driving at such an unreasonable high rate of speed as to endanger the safety of or property of others. So what was the speed? They never said they actually, like, used a LIDAR or radar on them. Right said they ap- he appeared to be speeding, so they went to pull him over. They never said they got a, a lock on him with anything, so he just looked like it, so they took after him. Yeah. Martinez, has, <laughs> it's, it's just sounding a little sketchy to me, too. Martinez denied the allegations Thursday in a statement and said they were initiated by a rival politician whom he did not name. As this matter unfolds, it will come to light that this is nothing more than a political witch hunt, he said in a statement. See, I don't know the politics down there, but uh, I will say uh, it. they never said they, they physically, because when you're running radar, right, to you, we visually observe the vehicle, identify, you know, possibly Gotta speeding. Guess, Speeding, and then we, yeah, you estimate, you have to estimate the speed. And uh, after a while, you get pretty good at it. And uh, you can get within you know, two, three miles an hour just looking at a vehicle, most vehicles. And then uh, then you verify that using a speed detection device, a, a radar or a LIDAR. And uh, then you do it. They they never said that. They just said they it appeared to be speeding. And when they got up behind him, he's a sheriff. He might have like, yeah, they're not trying to pull me over. Because give me guess what? If he's a sheriff in that county, th- they knew that was him. Oh, yeah. You know exactly what the hell that, the sheriff they knew. Drives. They knew what the sheriff was driving. They knew it was him. So could it be some kind of political shit? Uh, good chance it may could be. I'd like to find out what comes of this because uh, – I guess it's different around there because the only person that can arrest a sheriff around here is the attorney general. Yeah, I've told you it's even different down here. So that's the only person that can arrest a sitting sheriff in Louisiana is the attorney general. So ain't no PD guy going to put – no, it's just ain't going to happen. And then it's felony, really? I mean, what? Was he doing like 150 miles an hour? 
I mean, not if he was just there must uh, appeared to be there's a oh there's just a whole bunch of said but first felony really yeah that sounds like something oh, that is felony traffic yeah <laughs> that that just seems like it it's just a little little hanky little hanky hanky panky going on over there or something so I'd really, Alex says that would be up there. Yeah, that would be up there, not not down here. Because like I said, that, it, it's. Yeah, you could even get to the point to where you can. Uh, oh, the corner. I was, I was, I'm, somebody sent me a text message saying the corner, coroner in Louisiana is the only one I can do something to arrest the sheriff or something like that. I'm, is that what you're talking about? I'm, I'm not sure. I know it's just not uh, everyday PD guys <laughs> cuff no share. Like I said, he probably he might not even known they were trying to pull him over at first, and when he realized it, that's when he clicked his lights. I don't think he was just running to run. Why would he do that? That don't make any sense. I think as soon as the guy realized it, he like clicked his lights on. They're like, oh shit, and they turned their shit off. So you yeah, would think. So, so, something's going on there. Something definitely going on. All right, it's that time. I'm not going to forget Melissa. We got a vote on the hot nut story. Hot nuts. So we got the the guy that had the the dismembered body in his freezer. Uh, we got the the two Florida women that decided to go uh, attacking people with glitter. <laughs> they 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 went after Mister Colon with with the glitter. We got the deer in the trunk, the live deer in the trunk. Uh, that was not funny. Uh, yeah, the glitter chicks. I I gotta go with uh, Mel. We got all the burglary people, smart guns, and indicted sheriff. My vote is the glitter, the glitter, glitter girls, bitches. the glitter girls. Glitter bitches has a better ring to it. Glitter girls. I mean, they they got charged with. I mean, really, they got charged with. They got they got felony charges. I mean, but okay, Pinellas County has the most lenient I, I swear to God the most lenient judges I have ever seen like I've I personally have a relative that uh, was arrested with uh, heroin cocaine a mass of pills driving without a license and trespassing and uh, I think she was let out on probation I mean yeah uh, looks like we're gonna get <laughs> looks like the the Fun one's gonna be uh, the hot nut one this time is gonna be the glitter girls, what everybody's putting down. I told him to make the background all glitter. <laughs> Aaron says maybe the guy that glittered is juice somehow. He, he's something. <laughs> he is something. And look, I actually put it up. Here we go. So we're going with the glitter girls. If everybody uh, hadn't been listening or whatever, I, am, I have been. I'm keeping a running tally on. Uh, the hot nuts one for each one we do. So maybe by the end of this year, December, we'll have to do a recap of all the hot nut story and see who gets the big nut for the end of the year. So I like that. We will go for the glitter girls here. Here we go. Look, I didn't forget. Oh, we got hot nuts. You need to write a song for the hot nuts. I got your hot nuts. I put glitter on your nuts. Now you have shiny nuts. Your nuts are glistening in the light. It's silver glitter. That's it. On your Bam nuts. needs to put glitter on your 
Anyway, we got that motherfucker. Oh, could you see him get like glitter stuck on your taint down there? I'm sure it's happened to strippers. Stripper glitter's edible, isn't it? I've eaten it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like we can't. I I had a a hot nut song, but I can't play it no more because I got pop with a copyright <laughs> unfortunately we're gonna have to i might i'm gonna have to work on writing up a hot nut song and maybe let holstera sing it because my singing's just totally totally horrible yeah i love the man like a brother but uh he is monotone <laughs> I, I i am tone deaf from hell it's pretty bad so Jesus, how long is that man Alright, that's enough hot nut story about the Alright everybody. It, it's been fun. It's been real fun. Uh I'm gonna talk we'll, we'll see how this weekend goes. I got I still got a shit ton of stories this week that I got that we didn't even get to I didn't even get to think about putting down. 'Cause I, I usually we usually run about through twelve stories and we did it an hour and fifteen, but uh I got so many more. So we may do an extra like there's an extra one this weekend. Uh if not, come back uh when do you want to do the other one? Saturday. It's up to you. Are you going to work late on Friday or not? No. Want to do it Friday evening? Yeah, we'll do it Friday night. Friday night. I'll go check out. Uh, go, Liberty Freedom and Whiskey Podcast. Yeah, go to Facebook or YouTube, sign up so you can watch that live show. Two you know, assholes drinking whiskey and talking about We're going to be talking about politics and freedom and stuff. And, Peace and out, everybody. Never know what else. Stay safe. Watch you back, watch your partners back, and uh, remember to smile because Ice Man could always be behind you. <laughs>